0: I bet you can think of a time in your life when you invested into something or someone you really cared about and you really wanted it bad, like so bad, and then it didn't pan out. And maybe even went sideways. And before you knew it, you were left disappointed, maybe rejected. You felt like you had failed the opportunity, but more importantly, feel you felt like you failed yourself. Why is it so hard to know if things are meant to be? And I think that is a question we ask ourselves to know whether or not things are going to work out as we planned. We know from this year that we have been faced with that over and over and over again where we make plans and then they don't pan out because life is not working out as we had anticipated this year if only we had a crystal ball we could see into the future then we could avoid all the pitfalls every wrong step never get it wrong it would be the picture of perfection which you know I would love because I'm an enneagram one but we know that life does not work that way so let's just go ahead and burst that little bubble because anything that is worth having is worth working for is worth trying for and that means sometimes we have to take steps in the wrong direction in order to reroute ourselves towards the path that is most aligned with our purpose. This episode today is part 2 of a four-part series called what's standing in your way and we're just talking about the fears that keep us from moving forward in our lives, the fears that keep us from accomplishing our goals and pursuing our dreams and really getting out there and showing up for ourselves. So, that is exactly what we're going to be asking today. Is the fear of not getting things right? Standing in your way. You're listening to the Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week, we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hello, my friend. I am so excited about today's episode. In fact, I'm so excited about this whole entire series. Last week, we released the first part in the series, and I've got some more goodness that I'm going to share with you today, and I've actually been feeling, if I'm just really honest with you, quite convicted about staying true to what God has placed on my heart for this year, and I feel like there was some time within the year between like March and August, that it kind of felt really iffy and I felt like it was just like this kind of, you know, I don't know, black mark on the year. But honestly, I really feel as though this year has been a gift of growth, of change, of transition. It's also been a bit of a wrecking ball, I'm not gonna lie. But I think that there is so much more for us if we just keep moving forward and keep our eyes focused on what God is doing, what the divine is breathing into your life. And even though I have to say that all of my plans got knocked (laughs) right down, they just like got smashed into smithereens, it's time to regroup and it's time to refocus. And I am ready to get my head back in the game. There's plenty of time left this year for us to be intentional about doing that, being intentional about moving forward, being intentional about our goals, being intentional about our dreams, being intentional about what it is that we want to do and taking brave steps, which is what this Courage Cast is all about. So if you feel a bit sidelined right now, I want to call you as your coach off the bench and tell you to get Back in the game. Sometimes thinking about getting back to life, especially right now, feels a bit overwhelming. I know that there's times even like it feels overwhelming to go to the grocery store or to go into the mall or to do new things that we haven't done in like five months. Because with all the changes that have taken place over the past six months, I know that navigating the fear of getting things right is really. Um, something that is top of mind for so many people and it goes without saying we're in the most bizarre time in history the world's dealing with a pandemic so if you're listening to this a little later in and you're wondering what's going on well you can imagine we're still in a pandemic right now we're facing a massive racial divide, and there's political crisis, and just, and to boot, just about everyone and everything is getting canceled, which is something I didn't even know about, by the way. I did not know what cancel culture was until like a couple of months ago, so can we for real though just cancel cancel culture like is that a thing because i'm not a fan of cancel culture um not at all and if you're wondering what is cancel culture just let me give you a little bit of a definition here cancel culture refers to the popular practice of withdrawing support for canceling public figures and companies after they've done or said something considered objectionable or offensive cancel culture is generally discussed as being performed on social media in the group of in the form of group shaming. I like see why I don't like that. Not a fan of group shaming. Like not a fan of that at all. Now, I think it's definitely okay to call things out that need to be called out, but can we do that in love? Like is there some grace that we can extend uh when people make mistakes or they don't do the right thing and some people are just like getting canceled left right and center. And I get it that they're authority figures, but man, I think we need to have way more grace. Cancel culture has reinforced, I think, a lot of people's fear of getting it right, which means that they're sitting on the fence. They're sitting on the fence or sitting on the bench, whichever metaphor you want to use because we're afraid to get out there, we're afraid to put ourselves out into the world, we're afraid that a group of people are gonna shame us and tear it all down. And all of the things that we have tried and planned for and put ourselves out there and showed up and done and created is going to just be, you know, for popular consumption of judgment and shame. So I can completely understand why people are fearful right now of doing things, of getting things right and what's right and what's wrong. I guess that's all a matter of opinion. So personally, I think we all deserve more than one opportunity to try things and get it right. So speaking of getting it right, our fear of getting it right is not just relegated to our social culture, but also to what we do with our career. Nowadays, careers aren't a lifetime thing. In fact, uh, they're a period of time that we learn, we grow, we contribute to a company, to an organization, um, or to a trade, depending on what it is that we do. But that wasn't the case for the generations that went before us. When my parents were growing up, maybe when your parents were growing up, they actually were in a position in their lives where they chose a vocation based on what was going to be a lasting career, something they were gonna do for like 30 years. And back then it was strongly encouraged for them to pick a career that they would um, be able to stay in, that it would provide financially for their family for the long term. My parents were of that generation, so they were, they were no exception to that rule. My dad told me like a, like a million times when I was growing up how much, <laughs> how much he wished that I had joined the RCMP. He's actually told me that like recently as well. And I think the reason why is just because of the financial security of a pension and what that feels like for that generation. But anyways, I digress. It sounds nice and all, but not my idea of living my best life. Not not even close. Okay, so right now, I'm in my mid-40s, and I'm in my third career, and this career, being a coach, is actually... Um, Encompasses multiple streams of income for me. So, technically, I actually have more than one job. So, um, even though it's my third career, there are multiple things that I do. But the really crazy thing is that everything that I do, I've already done throughout my careers. It just looks a little bit different. So, I've been in a place in my life where I feared getting it wrong, I feared making the wrong career move. And so I was also in a position where I ended up staying in jobs, because I didn't want to lose those jobs. And even if those jobs were garbage, and there were many of them that were. But thank goodness the world has changed over the decades, because on average, now people change careers five to seven times in their lifetime can you believe that five to seven times that's pretty crazy right and more often than not people change their job every 12 months okay so they change their career five to seven times I've changed three and then they change their jobs every 12 months so that's a lot of change that's a lot of transition but if you've been in a career or a job longer than that then you are an anomaly you are someone who I mean that is something So when I'm working one-on-one with my coaching clients, one of the biggest hang-ups that they have is their fear of getting things wrong. And it's something that I think as women, we, we do want to get it right because we don't have to redo it over and over again. And... To make the wrong decisions or to choose the wrong career. Uh, they worry about being with the wrong person. And I totally get that. And at the core of this particular fear is that they are afraid to get things wrong. And not long ago, I started coaching a very talented young woman who had actually had two successful careers in two different fields. And she had education and experience in both of those fields and actually excelled in both of those fields. So when she came to me for coaching, she was kind of in this predicament because she wasn't sure what she wanted to do. She needed to decide which career was the one that she wanted to keep moving towards. And that meant some transition and some change. And she was really, really worried that she was going to choose the wrong one. And she actually had it in her mind as well that God had one in particular that was going to be the right one, which always makes it even trickier. And if you've grown up in the church, um, you know that that's kind of something that a lot of people struggle with, and that's kind of being in the center of God's will, being plan A. It's something that I believe for a really, really long time. It's uh, not something I'll completely get into today in this podcast, but there are a lot of people with that really struggle with getting things right because of their fear that God only has one plan for them. And if they deviate from that plan, then they're out of the will of God. And that can be really, really difficult for a lot of people who um, are in the faith community. So I don't know. I think this is going to be, you know, a little bit controversial saying this, but I don't really think God cares what we choose as a vocation. Our vocation is not our calling or our purpose. And that's something that I actually talked about with Paula Ferris back this summer in the episode called Called Out. And she talked about that in her book. Our purpose is something else entirely. So let's get back to my client here. The problem wasn't in which job she should choose, because to be quite honest, she could have chosen either and it would have been just fine. But her main concern was actually disappointing people in her life and being in the will of God or having it right. And she felt torn between those two careers. And at the core, she had a massive fear of getting it wrong and then disappointing the people she really cared about. So the fear of getting it wrong can also be tied to our desire to be socially accepted. And a lot of times we find ourselves holding ourselves back when we should speak up, when we should share our opinions, when we should actually show up in the world and be authentic. And, you know, sometimes we say too much and then wish we'd kept our mouth shut. And so there's this fear that we are going to get it wrong. And so we just really, really hold back all for fear of not going with status quo and kind of going with the flow. And when we allow that fear of getting it wrong take hold, then we can become paralyzed by indecision. And that means that we're not making decisions for our lives. And we're just kind of like, just sitting in this middle space, just kind of hanging out in limbo and saying, you know what, you know, what? it'll just be what it'll be. And we don't really kind of side with anything. We don't really make a step towards anything because we're paralyzed to actually get it right or wrong. So we just do nothing. And that just means we 're going to be going round and round and round circles, never making any headway and The fear of getting it wrong is also rooted in a mindset of scarcity and This is a really, really big one that I think people overlook uh, and especially when i 'm working with coaching clients, a lot of the times when they are fearful of making a decision that they might get it wrong, that they might not please their parents, that they might um, not be going with status quo, a lot of the times is for fear of, you know, not being in relationship with someone for fear of um, not getting what they need out of it, um, for fear of lack, which is a scarcity mindset. And it's also rooted in the need for approval. So between the scarcity and approval mindset, those two things are really what um, holds people back from really pushing through that fear of getting it right and the truth is okay so here's the truth it's that we all get it wrong sometimes like we're not guaranteed to get everything right there's no possible way that every decision we make, that every move we make is going to be the right one. It's inevitable that you are going to make a misstep in life. It's inevitable that your partner, that your parent, that your kids are going to make missteps. Um, It's inevitable that you're going to make mistakes in your career. Maybe you're not going to do things right or turn things in at the wrong time and miss a promotion or possibly not meet deadlines or say or do things that don't put you in the right position for opportunity. There's so many reasons why we might not get it right. And there are things that we say on a day to day basis um, that just really can put us in a position to get it wrong and that's okay like we don't have to always get it right the point isn't getting it right all the time but I know that that fear is always there and looming so you might be asking okay well what can I do right now I maybe you are in a place where you are fearing getting it wrong maybe you want to make a shift in your life but you're fearful of this not being the right step and what if I go and do this and then it's wrong? Then what? Well, then guess what? Then you just repair the mistake. Then you just make a shift back. Then you just move back to the city you, can't, you left. Then you just, you know, um, pay back the loan, then you, you know, what is the worst case scenario um, for getting it wrong and then figure out what you would do if you just were really wrong? You know, I I guess there's no better way of saying it than that. It's like, you're just going to get it wrong at different times. So what is it you need to do? Okay, so embrace the uncertainty. Because there is always going to be uncertainty involved. And realize that you won't ever know everything. You cannot have all the details and all the information to make the most correct judgment call on everything. And that's the beauty of being alive and having free will and the the choice to be able to choose what it is that we are doing. I mean, you're going to rely a lot on your intuition anyways, and really listening to your gut instinct. And many of you are going to pray about your decisions, you're going to seek wise counsel anyways. And so you're going to be making the decision um, based on the best possible information. But guess what, There's going to be times where it maybe wasn't the right thing to do, or maybe you did get it wrong, or maybe um, it just didn't pan out like you thought it was going to. So ask questions, ask lots and lots of questions, just get really curious about life, about other people, about things you love, things you don't love, so that you can have and gather as much information as you need to make those decisions. But don't sit on that information for a huge amount of time. I've been really, really um, guilty of that in the past where I will research things to death. So now I give myself like a time frame where I have to do certain things. And then the last thing is get really honest about your why. Your why is directly linked to your purpose. And when you make decisions that are in alignment with your purpose, then there's no way you can go wrong. There's just no way that you will be out of alignment. So when you know your why, things might not go as planned. They might not meet the expectations, But that's okay. Like things aren't meant to be perfect. And I'm just learning that myself. So I'm with you. Okay. And then the last one is learn from your past experience, learn from the experience of others. When you know, you know, and then you know. Does it sound too simple? (laughs) I don't think so. Okay, so, you know, maybe you have a mentor. Ask, you know, what have they learned through their experience of doing that? Or, you know, talking with a coach or maybe even a family member or someone who's been there, a friend who's made, made those steps. When you're able to make mistakes and then learn from them, or even to take missteps and actually do things that are not right, then you're going to realize that the world is actually not falling down around you. It's not as bad as you anticipated that it would be. And even sometimes there are going to be repercussions or consequences to really bad decisions. And that's okay. You're going to get through it. You're going to get over it. And I think that sometimes our fears of what is possible just really, really hold us back from taking those steps. So let me kind of review um, those things I think it's really really important that we embrace the uncertainty we ask a lot of questions and get curious and um, we really get honest about our why and then we learn from our past experience so, there are some journaling questions that I think will help you get to the next level. So, if you have something to write these down, I want to encourage you to take down these questions. But if you don't, you'll find them in the show notes and you can find them on the website, which is thecouragecast.com and they're going to be under this particular episode, which is episode 130. And you're also going to just find them in the description as well um, on any of your podcast platforms. But here are the questions and there's three of them. Are there any decisions that you are avoiding making? Get really curious about what is holding you back ask that question just really dig deep are there any decisions right now that you are avoiding making maybe why like why are you avoiding making it and Then number two how can you close the gap between your fear and taking action because there is a gap there's a space in between from where you are right now which is where the fear is in front of you and where you are taking action so how is it that you can close that gap so let me give you a hint here when you can get really really focused on your why your purpose be intentional about that then you're going to be able to figure out how to close the gap you're going to be able to ascertain what are those steps that you need to take in order to get from moving beyond that fear to actually um, taking action the third one is what action would you take if you trusted yourself more I think a lot of it boils down to we just don't trust our instincts sometimes now your past experiences are going to be a really really good indicator of what you would like to do differently So if you have been in a position where you have tried things and you didn't get it right and it did lead to some serious consequences in your life, please, please just extend yourself some grace, forgive yourself so that you can move forward and you can move on. Okay, so be curious, ask questions, know your why and learn from your past experience. And if you want to take this a step further, and you're just really ready to kind of move past these limiting beliefs, these fears that are holding you back, then I would love to have a personal conversation with you. And you can do so by just booking a call with me on my website, which is andreacrisp.ca forward slash schedule. And you can book yourself a free 30 minute Uh, discovery call I call it a strategy session and we'll go through what might be holding you back so that you can really discover how you can start taking those steps forward in your life and maybe it's something that you've been wanting to do for a really really long time to discover what you were meant to do to discover your purpose to really overcome those limiting beliefs that are holding you back within your life and I would just encourage you to take that one step that might be where you're closing the gap and really getting honest with yourself about how you can move forward. So again, that's andreacrisp.ca forward slash schedule. Friends, I loved hanging out with you. I just want to encourage you, make sure that you do um, answer those journal questions and then let me know how you're doing, what steps you're taking to move towards moving past this fear of getting it wrong make sure to follow me on instagram at, at the as well as miss crispy and we can chat over there and we can connect and um, we can take the conversation to another level over there but until next time remember you have everything you need to live bravely